What's up, Internet? My name's Nerdy. And I'm Clarus. We get Nerdy Nightly. And we thought we'd share it with you. Yeah. That is right. Welcome to a Thursday edition. Mm -hmm. The 84th episode of the Nightly Morning Show here on Twitch tv slash nerdy nightly if you're watching this on our youtube channel or catching it on our podcast feed please know that you can come join us live monday through friday 10 a.m eastern where we record the show on twitch uh from the couch twitch from this couch right here yeah we've done 83 episodes on twitch and one episode on youtube yeah that is true we daddy did do that. bezos yeah twitch you, you done us dirty but we we forgive you and we're back um it's it's thursday it is it is Thursday, and I'm be thirsty, so I'm gonna have some tea because my cold press. Yeah, my I was broke. gonna say, how are you doing? You don't have coffee this morning. So um, my French press chipped, uh, and I I uh, cut my thumb, uh, so I don't actually have a way to make coffee in the apartment right now. Uh, so as soon as the show's over, I'm running to a place to nearby, somewhere, somewhere to get the I was, drugs. I was about to say where, and then I was like, does that narrow down where we live too much? Probably, yeah. I would not say that. I feel like I could dox myself by saying where I go get coffee. Yeah. Because it is close enough, you know, it's literally around the corner from our... Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not like you were going to go for like a 20 minute drive to go get coffee. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. God. Yeah. Well, um, I, I believe in you. I, Thank I'm, you. I know you can get through this. Yeah, I'm glad that you pulled the news this morning, though, and took that burden off of me. Huh. <laughs> Um, <laughs> no, but we I do have some not. fun things to talk about. Um, we are going to uh, start with our main topic, which is our uh, the CW shows and the renewals and stuff there. Mm-hmm. But uh, we're also going to talk about the Golden Globes today. The yeah. nominations came out yesterday, so we're probably going to go through that list. Not probably, we are. That's the plan for the show. Yeah, we are going through that list. We'd um, love to hear your thoughts. <laughs> um, but before we get into that, we uh, we want to say thank you to everyone who watched our trailer reaction to the Total War Warhammer 3 trailer. Yeah. We, it, we've we never had a video blow up like this, and uh, 6,000 yeah. views on YouTube is really cool for us. Yeah, so. yeah, it's a big deal. Um, Like, watching it, like, grow yeah. right before our eyes was really cool. Um, uh, Yeah, it's it's exciting. We're going to obviously do more stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And we're going to keep doing the YouTube, but thank you guys for for um, supporting by either subscribing or watching or liking or whatever you've done. Yeah. Um, it, uh, yeah, every little bit helps. Yeah, we do appreciate it. Uh, and with that having been said, well, actually, no, you know what? I haven't asked the question I always ask. How you doing? I'm good. You good? You Gucci? I, yeah, mm-hmm. I am content. All right. You know what? That's nice. I feel like I don't know what contentment feels like. I certainly didn't at three o'clock in the morning last night when I was sitting on this couch trying to figure out how to fall asleep. I'm sorry. Um... <laughs> But with that, let's get into the news. I'm ready. Uh, we have some early renewals on some CW shows. Mm-hmm. This is coming, uh, uh, this has been everywhere, but I, I'm reading off of comicbookmovie.com right now, a site that we go to for a lot of our news. Mm-hmm. Um, the CW has officially renewed three of their DC TV series. Uh, the Flash, which uh, will be renewed for season eight, despite the fact that season seven does not even premiere until March third um dc's legend of tomorrow will uh, get a season seven mm-hmm. and batwoman will get a season three despite the fact that the episodes thus far of season two have the lowest ratings of the show yeah. um and uh i i think that that is an early renewal for that show 
Uh, not not because of quality, just purely on the number of people watching. Wow. Um, <laughs> if if they're if they're willing to give it an early renewal with the numbers that it has now, it really kind of begs the question: like, at what point would you, you cancel pull it? Pull the plug, yeah. Um, and I, you know what, I they might be renewing it because they have plans for the larger DC universe, right? That Batwoman factors into, right? That is fair. Um, and they're hoping, you know, for them, it might make more money for them to have the show so that it, like, boosts the crossover, and the crossover might make enough money to cover the individual episodes. Right. Um, but I, I don't, like, I don't know. I, I'm, you know, it's, it's, the season two premiere got less than a million viewers. Yeah. And so you have to... It's not good. Yeah. Um, it, it is, it is very interesting to see this one. I, I'm not surprised with The Flash. I have a feeling The Flash will probably go eight, nine, maybe ten seasons. Really? Maybe. I could see it, yeah. Oh, goodness. I mean, here's um, the thing. I have not watched The Flash, but I have watched you watch The Flash in, like, brief spurts, and it's not a show that I am tempted to watch. Um, yeah, The, the Flash is kind of one of the anchor shows for the network, though. Mm-hmm. The CW, um, you know, it has Riverdale, it has The Flash... Um, and it now has its new oh, show, Riverdale. Walker, Texas, the, the Walker, Texas Ranger reboot. Right. Um, I don't know how that's doing. Do you know how that's doing? It had the best pre- premiere episode on the CW in the past five years. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So that Not actually bad. premiered uh, really well. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, the, the season, the, the episode three ratings for Batwoman uh, is a uh, 0.16 rating. Uh, you used to get, you used to get canceled if you were under a one. Uh, which is more, that's more about the state of cable television yeah. uh, than it is actually about Batwoman, uh, yeah. with 708,000 viewers um, huh. who tuned in for it. And we were, we were one of them. No, that was episode three. We've only seen episode one. What? Yeah. Oh, that was episode three. I'm so yeah. sorry. Um, yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I'm kind of shocked that they're renewed. I, I think it's. It makes sense what you said, that maybe this is going to tie into some of the... Like, going to tie into the universe in a bigger way than that is beyond the show. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we watched the first episode of the new season, and it was not very good. It was a tough It was a tough thing to do, though, <laughs> right? Like, to, to introduce Javicia Leslie. Uh, JP Jags in the chat is saying Javicia Leslie is better than Ruby Rose's Batwoman. I think that Javicia Leslie's Batwoman is better for the show than Ruby Rose's Batwoman was. Yeah. Because they're not playing the same character, so I don't really want to compare their performances. Mm -hmm. But I do feel like Ruby Rose had a seriousness that felt drowned out in all the other seriousness of this show and the tone of it. Yeah. Um, Whereas Javicia Leslie, there is a playfulness to her uh, Ryan Wilder Mm -hmm. that um, she she takes the situation seriously. Yes. But there is a bit more spark in her Batwoman, uh, a bit more hope and optimism. And I feel like that plays in tension with the tone of the show. Yeah. Um, and I, I do actually agree. I think that it it is a better fit for the show. Well, and th- that's what we said in our... We did a spoiler chat of the full episode on the YouTube, if yeah. you do want to mm-hmm. watch it. But we definitely talked about... I have not seen uh, Ruby Rose's Batwoman. Mm-hmm. Um, I have only seen the one episode of with Javicia Leslie. 
And I commented, you had told me that, you know, Ruby Rose was a bit darker and it was even more somber. And I was like, I don't think I could do that. You know, the moments that um, Javicia Leslie brings to Batwoman, those moments of lightness, Mm -hmm. were kind of its saving grace for me to get through the whole episode. Yeah. Um, So I don't don't think I would watch without those. Yeah, it's it's unfortunate. I think that Javisa Leslie's really talented. Yeah, um, oh, for sure. And I think that she stepped into a show that had a lot of baggage on it. Yeah, there was a lot going on. It obviously wasn't the show's fault what mm-hmm. happened. Um, it, it's a tough thing to pull off. But, you know, there uh, there is potential. I think that uh, by the time they get to this season three, because they are... Here's, here's the nice thing for this Batwoman show, is they don't have to live this whole season in are we going to get canceled mode? Yeah. They know they get a next season. So yeah. I feel like that gives them a little bit of room to settle into Javicia Leslie's Batwoman, mm-hmm. create some storylines for her, create a life around that character that isn't yeah. there right now. She's kind of a loner and doesn't have a lot of interpersonal relationships. Yeah. Um, and so to, they, they kind of get to spend this year kind of building this character up. And, and maybe that leads to a season three mm-hmm. where you start season three with a Superman Batwoman crossover yeah you for sure. drive some energy into the show because they were planning on doing that this season the only reason we talked about that on the morning show before the only reason that that crossover with that uh, with superman isn't happening is because of covid mm-hmm. and they can't mix the crews because it's just too much of a risk yes but you, eventually that will not be the case anymore. you start season three with a super superman and batwoman teaming up for the first time in television right yeah I think that you could drive some interest to the show a year into Javicia Leslie settling into the character. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you could turn the ratings around. I I think that there is potential here. Um, I think that that might be their plan with season three. Yeah. You know, if they're like, hey, guys, season two, we're just going to power through it. It's not Mm going to be our best, but we're going to set this up really well for a really strong season three. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, that makes sense, actually. And, you know, once they get past the baggage of Kate Kane... Uh, and because even even still, it still feels like her show. Yeah. Because that's all they're talking about. Because yeah. her leaving is interesting, and yeah. like it matters so much to the rest of the cast. Um, mm-hmm. Once they can get past the baggage of that, mm-hmm. um, I, I think the show will be better off for it. Yes. Yes, for sure. <clears throat> Although I have I, I there's a part of me that thinks Kate Kane's coming back as a villain at some point on the show. I think Ruby Rose will end up being the bad guy on Batwoman. You think so? I I don't think it will actually be Ruby. I don't think it'll actually be the real Kate Kane. Yeah. But I think that Ruby, I could see Ruby Rose coming back for like a two episode villain arc where huh. she's like a shapeshifter or something. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Just to give closure somehow. Yeah. Yeah. Because right now they don't, like they don't have like a body or anything. Um, the, no word yet on whether or not Superman and Lois is going to get a second season. Uh, that did not get an early renewal. Uh, however, we did find out that uh, it, it's no longer going to be a 13 episode season. Uh, Superman and Lois got two additional episodes. Uh, and so Superman and Lois's first season will be 15 episodes, which is the oddest number I've ever heard. Like, here's the thing. It used to be that television, there were certain numbers of episodes that you would have a year, and 15 is not that number. Yeah, uh, uh, it's because you have to, like, you have to plan out what you're going to slot in where, and it's, Mm -hmm. like, very technical and organized. 15 is so random. But COVID ended that, so... Yes. Thanks, COVID. Um, so, yeah, Superman and Lois will have 15 episodes now instead of 13. Okay. Uh, which is good. It means uh, they clearly believe in the creative direction of the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, despite the fact that we didn't like that trailer, I'm very excited to see that uh, show when it premieres in 
20 days. Yeah, excited to see the show. 20 days from today. The trailer was not great. Is today the 4th? What day is it? Today's the 4th, yeah. Um, There's also uh, renewals um, for... A couple of other shows on the CW, uh, Walker will get a season two. Uh, that is unsurprising considering, like I said earlier, it's the best ratings of any CW show in the last five years for yeah. a premiere. Uh, Riverdale will get a season six, no surprise. How? All American will get a season four. Riverdale is like one of their most watched shows. I don't understand. Uh, Charmed gets a season four. Legacies gets a season four. In the Dark gets a season four. I've never even heard of that one. I don't know what that don't is. Know it. Uh, Roswell, New Mexico, which is a really fun little show about aliens uh is getting a season four nancy drew's getting a season three and dynasty's getting a season five they're basically like you know what covid year doesn't matter yeah, everything gets to go everything. into 2022 yeah green light everything we'll figure everything out in 2022 Jeez. which is kind of smart because here's here's an interesting thing that's going to happen um and this is why i wanted to talk about this is right now it is february yep. which means that in hollywood every single person should be talking about one thing and that is pilot season mm -hmm. and the one thing that we cannot have this year is a real pilot season yeah. there's no way yeah there's no way to produce a pilot right now yep and so for all of these show for all these networks rather mm -hmm. they are not going to have new shows in the fall because yeah. they're not going to be able to shoot pilots they're not gonna be able to test them like mm -hmm. you can't get an audience in a room and do a test screening yeah um you're they're not going to be able to they're not going to be able to do what they want to do as far as producing new content. Mm -hmm. And so the best bet for them is to say, all right, the shows that we have, the crews that we have, we're going to just keep them all going into next year. Yeah. Ratings be damned. And I think that this is actually what's saving Batwoman, despite the ratings. Um, not just like a plan for the future, but they, they, they can't replace with anything right now. You're right. Um, I, yeah, they're probably just green lighting whatever they can, mm -hmm. whatever is remotely working. So that they have a schedule in the Because otherwise they yeah. won't have anything. The, and that's worse. It's hard to far. cancel things if there's nothing to replace them with. And without yeah. a pilot season this year, there's nothing to replace anything with. Yeah. And honestly, like from a safety standpoint, I don't know how you do pilot season. Pilot season, uh, when you film a pilot, you get a group together for like eight to ten days. You film yeah. a pilot. Mm -hmm. Those mm -hmm. actors go off and do other pilots. Like, the yeah. pilot season is, like, the spread. Yeah. Yeah, because you can't, like, you can't do, like, a two-week quarantine before and then a two-week <clears> quarantine <throat> afterwards. Because the, the point is to do multiple pilots and get things moving. Especially for the work. crews. Yeah. Yeah. But they, they would not be able to because they would have to quarantine um, or isolate. For those of you who don't know what pilot season is, uh, essentially in the spring of every year, uh, the big networks, uh, CBS, uh, you know, all of them, uh, and now the streaming services as well, they basically pay people to make the first episode of a television show. Uh, and then uh, those shows get shown to the network. Mm -hmm. They get tested. They put in front of test audiences. And then the network decides if they're going to move forward with them based on those pilots. Yes. Um, there's a lot of really famous pilots out there. The Game of Thrones pilot is famous uh, because they reshot the entire thing and changed actresses. Um, oh, yeah. So I've there's an entire it. Game of Thrones pilot that isn't, you can't watch anywhere yeah um but there's an entire game of thrones pilot <clears throat> that they threw in the trash and redid the entire thing um yeah and well uh the star trek the original series pilot yeah. is very interesting yeah because uh the the actor who played pike didn't want to do the show and yeah. so he got replaced for a second pilot they shot with um picard or not with picard with um kirk no what's his name wait what what's the actor's name William Shatner. William Shatner. Thank you. Jesus Maybe. Christ, my brain. Um, uh, 
I'm trying to think of other famous pilots. There's an Aquaman pilot for the the television spinoff of uh, Smallville that uh, you you can find online if you you know where to look, uh, and it is something. It truly is something. Uh, there's also a Wonder Woman pilot starring Adrian Padalecki, oh. um, uh, the actress who had gone on to be Mockingbird on Agents of Shield mm. uh, as Wonder Woman, and Pedro Pascal stars in that pilot as well. Uh, that did not move past the pilot. There's a lot of shows that never moved past the pilot. Yeah, um, it happens. It's it's common. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's literally like a teaser to be like, this is what we can do. And then people are like, yes or no. Um, uh, JP Jags and Shin Shui both bring up Stargirl. Um, uh, and uh, Shin says Stargirl hasn't been renewed as well. Stargirl isn't a CW show. Uh, it aired on the CW. Uh-huh. Um, but it is actually an HBO Max show first. Really? Uh, and so the the... Whether it gets renewed or not is not up to the CW. That is actually an HBO Max decision. Oh. Um, and so that will happen at a different time than these because they are not. Yeah. Stargirl actually premiered on HBO Max first. Interesting. And then they aired the show on the CW later. Um, hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I I not yet seen Stargirl, but I've heard really good things. Luke Wilson is in it. I've heard good things as well. Yeah. Um, and I like the JSA. Um, yeah. I'm excited for that new JSA movie. Uh, we just got a, a trailer for that um, last oh, week, yeah, yeah. the animated trailer for the JSA movie. Mm-hmm. Um, the Justice Society of America. <laughs> I'm excited. We're getting a J- we're getting live action JSA, y'all. We got yeah. Smallville JSA, and we're going to get the JSA in Black Adam, the movie. Right, um, right, right, right. I forgot about that. So DC starting to embrace a JSA live action, and I'm, I'm here for it. I, for one, am here for it. Yeah. Yeah, please... Do it justice. Please do it justice. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Um. But yeah, we're we're gonna keep we're gonna keep getting we're gonna keep getting uh, DC shows on the CW. Yeah. Um. And when Flash gets into its season eight, it will become the longest running uh show. It will pass Arrow in that universe. Right. Because Arrow season eight was only I think twelve ep- twelve or thirteen episodes. Gotcha. Um. Whereas it looks like Flash will probably get a full series order. Nice. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, y'all, in other superhero DC news, speaking of HBO Max, we got a synopsis for The Suicide Squad, the James Gunn movie. The Suicide <clears throat> Squad. And I just, I just want to read this to you, because it's awesome. Is it? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Are you, do you think this movie's I'm not going to be good? I'm nervous. I just, I... Are you, are you, have, did, well, it's James Gunn. Uh-huh. You like Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes, I do. Then why are you nervous? Because of Suicide Squad. Yeah, you cannot compare them. I know, I know. All right, lay it on us. Welcome to hell. That's the first line. A.K.A. Bell Rev. The prison with the highest mortality rate in the U.S. of A. Where the worst supervillains are kept and where they will do anything to get out. Even join the super secret, super shady Task Force X. I love... Super secret, super shady. Whoever wrote this, I love you. Uh, today's do-or-die assignment, assemble a collection of cons, including Bloodsport, Peacemaker, Captain Boomerang, Ratcatcher 2, Savant, King Shark, Blackguard, Javelin, and everyone's favorite psycho, Harley Quinn. Then arm them heavily and drop them, literally, on the remote, enemy-infused island of Cordo Maltese. If you don't know what Cordo Maltese, uh, is, it is, uh, a fake, uh, island in the DC Universe where bad guys' lairs are. Trekking through a jungle, teeming with militant adversaries and guerrilla forces at every turn, the squad is on a search-and-destroy mission with only Colonel Rick Flag on the ground to make them behave. 
and Amanda Waller's government techies in their ears, tracking their every movement. And as always, one wrong move and they're dead, whether at the hands of their opponents, a teammate, or Waller themselves. Or herself. If anyone's laying down bets, the smart money is against them. All of them. I feel like I just read the intro to a 1980s action show. Oh, yeah. But this is the Suicide Squad that I wanted for the first time. And it looks, it, it's, it's, it's actually happening, and I'm very happy about it. Who is, who is, why is there a Rat Catcher 2? Because there was a Rat Catcher 1. What happened? I mean, I'm assuming Rat Catcher 1 is dead, but we might also meet Rat Catcher 1. Are they related? Uh, maybe. <clears throat> okay. There's a lot of twos in, like, like, there's, they don't usually call them two, but... There, there's always, like, legacy characters. Like, there are people who okay. pick up the mantle. There's a second Superman. You know what I mean? There's, like, Dick right. Grayson is technically Batman 2 for a while. <laughs> um, right. There's kind of a second to everybody in the DC universe. Calderon goes goes on to be Aquaman for a while. Okay. Um, in the Young Justice cartoons, he's Aquaman 2. Um, okay. But, yeah, uh, I guess that makes sense. Hunk just... the Hot, uh, James Gunn didn't direct the Scooby-Doo movies. He wrote them. Oh, that makes it worse. No, 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 no. That was a long time ago. The live action ones? Yeah. He wrote the first one. <clears throat> he made a lot of money doing that, too. I'm sure he did. Does that make Terry Batman 3? I don't think Terry was Batman 3. Terry Was Terry Batman 3? I feel like there was someone else between Dick and Terry. We can't go down that road again. We can't. Why, we are, can't. why are you so nervous about this movie? I, I don't know. I, here's the thing. I haven't even seen Suicide Squad. Yeah, but this is I've a completely heard... different team. I know. Harley Quinn is the only, like, tr thing that's in this movie from that movie. I know. And I do love Margot Robbie. And you liked Birds of Prey. I did. The I liked only DC movie that you've seen Margot Robbie play Harley Quinn and you liked. I know. I know. I know. I, I, I don't know. And you like the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. Yes, I do. And so you like James Gunn as a director. Yeah. So what, so what are you nervous about? I don't know. <laughs> I'm nervous for no reason. It just, I don't know. People just said how terrible <clears throat> Suicide Squad was. They are not related. I know. This isn't even like a sequel to that movie. I know, but they're called like the same thing and it makes it very confusing. Branding, guys. Branding. Oh my God. Like you should have called it something else. You should have. Yeah, but that's like saying that like, if I were to make a Marvel comparison... Like, Thor the Dark World and Thor Ragnarok are so different. Yeah, but you could understand why people would be nervous about F Thor 3. No, because they hired Taika Waititi. It's about the director. You get a director like Taika Waititi, you get a director like James Gunn in there, you, you're going to have fun. Okay. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a James Gunn stan, what can I say? Uh, yeah. Scott Pilgrim. That seen. wasn't that wasn't James Gunn. That was Edgar Wright. I think. Oh, I think like, I'm. I, I think I'm confusing who directed uh, Scott Pilgrim. That's fine. In my head, no, it's not fine. That's embarrassing. I have to Google it now. How dare? I don't know. I don't know. Is that? Mm, I'm sure it's gonna be good. Like here's uh, it. That was indeed. It was Edgar Wright. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yep, yep, I'm embarrassed. I quit the play. <sighs> it's fine. I'm sure chat will forgive you. I I just want to watch. Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. I like that movie quite a bit. Yeah, you've told me about that movie many times. Yeah, I like it a lot. It's on our list somewhere. Yeah, it's um, very fun. 
I, yeah, I don't know. I think I think that you need to give it a chance, considering it is a different team. I will give it a chance. It has a similar title, but that's like literally it. Has it has almost the same title. But that's the only... It has a similar title and one character in common. Actually, no. Colonel Rick Flagg and Amanda Waller will both be there. It has three characters from the original. But Amanda... Amanda Waller is played by Viola Davis. Mm, yeah, okay, I'm in. Like, Amanda Waller is played by one of the most talented human beings in Hollywood right now. Yeah, yeah, I know. I, JP Jags, I actually, um, I walked through the set of the, um, uh, there was like, I think a helicopter crash that they filmed on mm-hmm. Bay Street. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah, I got to walk through that. That was pretty dope. <laughs> yeah, so Set Squad was filmed in Toronto. Maybe they'll f- they yeah. they've already filmed the other oh, one. I don't know what I'm. I also talking. when I worked at the Swiss Chalet downtown, mm-hmm. um, I left work one day and they were filming one of the chase scenes. So I got to see the Batmobile and the Joker p- car. I don't know what it's called. The purple one. The Picar. The car. The the purple car. Picard's Picar. No, the I don't know. You I don't saw know. Picard's Picar. I don't. I don't know. But it was very cool. Okay. Also, they drive very slowly. Yeah, when they're shooting, yeah. Yeah. Although, one of the Tim Hortons nearby got wrecked because they crashed. Um, <laughs> and then they were kicked out of the country. You don't mess with our Timmy hoes. Yeah. Now I want Tim Hortons. Well, we can make that happen later. We'll figure it out. I, yeah, I, here's the thing. I'm not... You're harsh. I, I know. But I'm gonna You're see it. You're harshing my sure vibe. It, I'm sure it's gonna be good. I'm sure it's gonna be good. Um, Don Cheadle the star of many a film in the MCU, has confirmed that Armor Wars, the War Machine Disney Plus series, is going to begin shooting in a couple of months. This came on the heels of him also announcing that he uh, is going to be making an appearance in Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which is not surprising at all. That's not, like, that's not surprising. Okay. War Machine showing up in Falcon and the Winter Soldier... Mm. The next generation Iron Man being in the next generation Captain America thing, that just makes, makes sense. sense. Yeah. Um, and I'm that. I'm very excited for this. Uh, Don Cheadle took over Iron uh, took over the War Machine role, the James Rhodey Rhodes in Iron Man Two, and he really brought something to that part. And he's been a really like he's had a lot. He's had a huge arc in the MCU, mm-hmm. uh, and so to see him finally get to have a lead moment in this is going to be really fun. And I'm I'm, mm-hmm. I'm excited for it. Um, it's apparently going to, uh, it's, it's about, uh, it's going to be a lot about the fallout of Tony Stark's death, which makes sense considering it's his best friend. Yeah. Um, and it's about Tony Stark's worst fear coming true. What happens when his tech falls into the wrong hands? Mm. Uh, so I'm, I'm really excited for the show and I'm just, I'm excited for Don Cheadle to get to lead a MCU property. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's going to be, that's going to be a lot of fun. So they're not doing, isn't there a, a, on... It, isn't there a storyline where his successor is Ironheart? Well, James Brody Rhodes does not become Iron Man. But um, he, Riri, I think her last name's Williams, uh, she will be the next Iron Man, but she's Ironheart. Okay. That's a different show. So Armor Wars is going to be about James Brody Rhodes fighting like the global conflict of other people having Iron Man suits. Gotcha. Uh, and uh, Iron Heart will be probably the, f- at least the first season, will be set in Chicago uh, as this like inner city girl who's a genius tries to create an Iron Man suit to like defend her neighborhood. Cool. Okay. Um, so gotcha. the, the, the scale of them is just kind of different. Gotcha. Um, 
Although, if Ironheart is successful, I think that we will see her become a very prominent character in the MCU. For sure. Um, because she's dope. And the comics, the Ironheart comics are actually really, really good. I recommend them. Okay, cool. But, having said that, there was one story we said we were definitely going to get to today. And that was our uh, talk about the Golden Globe nominations. Yeah. If I can find them. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, the Golden Globes. Would have been a lot to screenshot. Yeah, would have. Um, the, uh, the one I really want to talk about is that Mandalorian has been nominated for Best Drama Series. Best Drama Series. Yeah. Interesting. Which makes sense. It's not really, like, a comedy. No, no, it's not a comedy. Do they... I don't know much about the award shows, I'm not gonna lie. Is there mm -hmm. no sci-fi... Not at the Golden Globes, no. ...section? Okay. Yeah. Then, yeah. Best dra Drama? Yeah, okay. I buy that. Yeah, uh... Um, and I think that's deserved. It was, it was put up against The Crown, Lovecraft Country, which is also a sci-fi thing, Lovecraft Country. Yes. Um, the Mandalorian, Ozark, and Ratchet. Ratchet is the only one on that list I've never actually heard of. Yeah, um, I don't know that show at all. Uh, I, I think I watched a few episodes of Ozark. Mm -hmm. I think it was the, the show that I'm thinking about. People me. love that show. I know, and that's why I turned it yeah. on, and, and I just, um, I think it was right before we left for the cruise ship. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't, but I, um, I'm trying to think if it's the, the show that I'm thinking of. Um, a lot of, a lot of people have been talking about the fact that it feels like the Golden Globes, uh, the, 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 the big snubs this year seem to be some films made by, uh, particularly black directors, mm -hmm. uh, and black filmmakers, uh, which is unfortunate, I, in my opinion, given the conversations and, and just given some of the, the, the films, uh, that came out in the last year. Uh, the Five Bloods is one that I'm thinking of. Uh, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom deserves all the love in the world. That yeah. was my favorite movie from last year. Absolutely. Um, and we just wanted to acknowledge that it does look like the Golden Globes yet again is being the Golden Globes and making dis interesting decisions about who they're nominating. Um, but Shock. I'm happy to see uh, The Mandalorian get a nod for Best Drama Series. Yeah. Uh, I also want to talk about, uh, really quickly, I want to talk about the animated film category. Because you want to know what's in the animated film category? Like, animated movie? Yeah, from last year. From last year. Can you guess it? Soul? Soul's one. Um, Onward? That's two. Nice. Uh, what other animated movies? That's the only there's, one. There's one movie. It's an animated film. Uh-huh. We talk about it all the time. We do? Yes, we do. And it came out... Have we seen it? We've not seen it. We've not seen it. But we talk about it a lot. Oh, The Croods. The Croods A New Age has been nominated for the Golden Globe. What? <laughs> yeah. The other two animated films on here are Over the Moon and Wolf Walkers, neither of which I've heard of. I, yeah, I don't um, know. Wow. But Wolf Walkers sounds really cool, and I kind of wanted to see what that is all about. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, the, I mean, uh, the Golden Globes, the thing about the Golden Globes is there are so many categories. Is Tenant on there? Uh, ooh, good question. Best motion picture drama. If it if it's nominated for best it sound design, not, I'll kill someone. Oh, that, that would be funny. Uh, best motion picture drama is The Father, <laughs> Mank, Nomadland, The Trial of the Chicago Seven, and Promising Young Woman. I haven't seen a single one I of haven't, those. I've also not seen a single one of those. Um, uh, although I've heard The Trial of the Chicago Seven is one we should definitely watch. It's on Netflix. Okay, cool. Um, best motion picture comedy or musical. This is a category that got a lot of controversy for a couple of films in it. Um, Borat subsequent movie film is nominated. Borat? Yep. Hamilton is nominated. Dope. That's cool. I don't think of that as being a movie. It's not. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? Like I, I, I love Hamilton. Don't get me wrong. Like I've, I, it's, I have no problem with it being there. It's, it's more. It's a film stage show. Yeah, but it's not like a film. No, it's and not. It's hard for me to compare Hamilton to like Borat because it's not the same thing at all in the slightest. Yeah. Yeah, that's a weird one. Were they just like struggling to find people for that category, or maybe? Um, uh, also nominated in Best Motion Picture Musical or Comedy is Music, the Sia film that is um, has been rather controversial because of its uh, portrayal of uh, its lead character's autism. Um, and okay, uh, I, I that is a tough thing to get into because I don't really know. And we haven't seen it. Yeah, we haven't. So... We, ha- we haven't seen it. Um, but, um, I, I, I am aware of the controversy around music, um, especially, I, this um, is the first I'm hearing of it. Sia made a comment, um, about the lead character saying that they were like furniture because they were nonverbal. Um, and it's, it's, uh, sparked, uh, some anger in the autistic community, um, saying that just because they're nonverbal autistic people does not mean that they are inanimate objects, that they're still people. Wait, what was <clears> the, what did she say? She said that um, the main character doesn't is nonverbal, yeah. and so she's like furniture in the movie, uh, and that sparked controversy online for uh, obvious reasons. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, there's a part there's a part of me that understand. I, I think I understand what she was trying to say. Yeah, but while like, also acknowledging that like it was one hundred percent the wrong way to say it. Yeah. Um. Mm, no, I don't like that. Uh, okay. The last well, two movies in that category are Palm Springs. The um, Groundhog Day movie starring Andy Samberg that mm-hmm. blew up on Hulu earlier this year. Right. And The Prom, the musical film uh, that we enjoyed enough. Mm-hmm. It, it was, was fine. fine. It was enjoyable. Yeah. It wasn't like, you know, didn't... I don't know. I have a feeling... I honestly feel like this comes down to Palm Springs and subsequent movie film. Borat... Guys, Borat might win the Golden Globe here. That's That's all I've ever wanted. Is for Borat 2 to win the Golden Globe for Best Comedy. I wonder if it... Did Borat win the first time around? I'm not sure. I'm pretty sh- Yeah, I don't remember. Um, uh, uh, Best Actress in a Motion Picture Drama. Frances McDormand for Nomadland. I love her. If you've never seen Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri, gots to watch it. Viola Davis for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. She should win, because that is the performance of the year for me. Truly. Carrie Mulligan in Promising Young Woman, Vanessa Kirby in Peace of Woman, and Andra Day in the United States versus Billie Holiday. Uh, Best Actor in Motion Picture Drama, Riz Ahmed, The Sound of Metal. Ch- Chadwick Boseman gets nominated for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. I, I hope he wins. He, he was so good in that movie. Yeah, he was something else in that movie. Yeah. Um, Anthony Hopkins in The Father, Gary Oldman in Mank, and Tahar Rahim in The Mauritanian. Hmm. Um, and then uh, Best Comedy or Musical TV Series, we got Schitt's Creek, Ted Lasso, The Great, The Flight Attendant, and Emily in Paris. Um, <clears throat> I wanted, mm. uh, I wanted to bring up the um, the Flight Attendant. Interesting. That's the Kaylee Cuoco yeah. show, right? Yeah, and Kaylee Cuoco famously never got nominated for an Emmy for um, Big Bang. Big Bang Theory. Interesting. Uh, despite the fact that she was the lead female on the number one rated comedy for twelve straight years. Uh, she never got nominated once, and uh, she posted a video online. We're not going to show it here because, uh, you know, we don't have the rights to it. But uh, if you would like to see her reaction, it is a very sweet reaction to getting nominated. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, you know, I, she has been working for so long. Mm-hmm. I fell in love with her because I was at the right age uh, in Eight Simple Rules for Dating My Teenage Daughter back in the day. 
Um, she has, she, there has very few people who have been on TV longer than her consistently. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only one I can think of is David Boreanaz, who has been the series lead of a television show since 1997. Um, uh, cause Buffy went into Angel, went into Bones, went into, what's the show now? Seal Team or SWAT? No, I don't Seal know. Team, I think. Um, I love David Boreanaz. Uh. I'm shocked. Yeah. He's, he's really, he's, he's cool. <laughs> Um, but, um, yeah, I'm really happy for Kayla Cuoco. I, I think this is, uh, I've heard the show's really interesting and great and well Yeah, I see commercials for it often, actually. Mm-hmm. The, that's one that, like, sticks out to me as something that, like, I, I've noticed they've been trying to push and it has a really interesting concept. Like, I really liked, I like thriller movies, like Gone Girl was really cool. Um, and it kind of has that vibe to mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Um, so I, I feel like we gotta watch it now. Um, uh, another one I wanted to bring up is, um, the best actress in a television series drama, uh, uh Olivia Coleman nominated for the crown, uh, hey. Emma Corrin also nominated for the crown. So you, you, I, I'm pretty sure Emma Corrin, uh, wow. plays, um, Di- Prince Diana. Mm-hmm. So the queen and Diana are up against each other for a golden globe, which is the most like fitting, fitting end to this saga. Yeah, for real. Not the end, but. Um, and, uh, uh, this, this category is stacked. Olivia Coleman is also actually nominated for Best Supporting Actress for The Father. So Olivia Coleman getting some nominations this year. Um, uh, interestingly, Anya Taylor-Joy not nominated for, um... Queen's Gambit? Queen's Gambit, but is nominated for, um, the movie she was in, Emma. So she did get a Golden Globe nomination, just not for the Queen's Gambit. Interesting. Yeah. Because I haven't heard anything about Emma, but I have heard nothing except stuff about the Queen's Gambit. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, Like, it's interesting that, that the show that people are talking about, that was, like, number one for a while. Like, everybody was watching it. Everyone was raving about it. Oh, no, I'm wrong. Oh, okay. Sorry. She's, it's because Queen's Gambit is in a different category. Okay. I was like, um, that's... Sorry, I was Shocking. looking at Best Actress in a television series drama, but she's nominated in Best Actress limited series or television movie. Because, limited series. Because they're not ever going to do a second season of Queen's Gambit, it's a one-and-done series. Oh. Um, it's not... It, it's in its own category. Oh, interesting. Okay. So, yes, actually, she was nominated for Queen's Gambit. So, she was nominated twice this year as well. Olivia Coleman and... Um, and Taylor-Joy. And Taylor-Joy, both oh. nominate, double nominations this year. That's really awesome. Yeah, it's 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 an interesting year. I, I think that you know, obviously, there's some snubs and there's there's some things that people are upset about. Um, but sure. um, there are there's definitely people in here that I'm really happy for, um, and some stuff that I'm really excited about. Uh, I'm happy to see Bob Odenkirk nominated again for Better Call Saul. Uh, his performance in that show is top notch. Better Call Saul might be better than Breaking Bad, and I think that um, I know I know it's controversial, but. Better watch what you say on the internet. <laughs> I, I See, I don't think it's that controversial, though. I think that, like, ten years from now, I think that people are going to remember Breaking Bad as being this remarkable television show mm-hmm. and Better Call Saul being the spinoff that managed to be better than it. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. All right. I haven't seen either of them. You've never seen any Breaking Bad? No, I haven't. Oh, it's good. It's, it's it, you know, it's talked about so much, and I know everybody loves it. I just, like, there's only so many hours in the day. I know, but you haven't seen anything. It's not like you filled those hours with other things. I know. Video games? That's true. That's true. It's definitely better than Breaking Bad, says JP Jags. Yeah. Interesting. Taters likes Frasier better than Cheers. I, I That's a... 
Taters, that is actually... It's a, a hot take. That's a Sophie's Choice. Mm. That's two really, really good shows. But Frasier might be the better show. Taters, you might be right. As far as, like, white people television goes... White people television. There has never been a white... Look, Friends is a pretty white show, but Frasier is the whitest television show that has ever been produced. What's Frasier again? Frasier is a show about a, like, radio host... Um, I, I don't even, how do you explain Frasier now? I don't know. I'm trying to think. I'm really struggling here. But I don't think I know. He's like a, he's like a, a, a socialite radio host. Okay. I think I'm thinking of Fargo. No, no, no. Frasier is literally, it's literally like a sitcom set in, uh, the Upper West Side. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know what that is at all. Um, Frasier is a radio psychiatrist. Yeah. So he's like that person that you like write in your questions and he like gives you advice on the radio? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's like Dr. Phil. Frasier's set in Seattle? Wait, really? <laughs> Can I be honest? I'm going to be really honest. I watched Frasier with my parents when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. I've never seen it as an adult. That's so true. I have no concept of what it is actually about because I did not. I knew it was funny and I knew that I liked all of the actors and I, I'm not gonna lie. I didn't understand it. I was a child. I just knew I enjoyed it and we laughed. All right. That's fair. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't, I don't know this show, but interesting. Uh, I, yeah, I know. I know. I've heard, I, I watched Frasier. I just watched it when I was like 10. Um, <laughs> I just remember him being a radio host and him and his brother having problems and that's the show and they had they, they had like a penthouse apartment that was like real nice they live in a nice place one day <laughs> that you know what that's the show that's the news are you still watching cw shows or am i the only one am i by myself on an island no you're not probably and you you're, you're not the only one i spent one. five years on an island there were seven hundred thousand people who watched episode three of batgirl so you're not the only one Yes, my people. Can I get those 700,000 people to watch this show, The Nightly Morning Show, which streams live on twitch.tv slash nerdy nightly Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. Eastern. That's for that's not for the live viewers. That's for the people who aren't yet live viewers. Uh, we see you, YouTube viewers. We see you, podcast listeners. Come over to the live. Say hi. Unless you have a day job. And then, like, keep then, like, watching it elsewhere. Fair, yeah. <laughs> we also stream video games on our channels. Uh, I stream over at uh, twitch.tv slash nerdy nightly. I stream over at twitch.tv slash And I will be streaming tonight playing some Pokemon Fire Red randomized Nuzlocke um, and hoping that uh, we survive. Mm-hmm. But yep. no promises. Nope. Definitely not. How many How many times have you died? Uh, in the Fire Red one? None. Oh, oh. Okay. I've well, lost one good. Pokemon. We lost Shiny the, uh, we lost Shiny the Umbreon. No. Yeah, he was taken out by Machamp in the Viridian Forest. Wow. R.I.P. Yeah. Well, th that should be fun. So, yeah. So, uh, come hang out tonight. Come hang out tonight. Uh, and, you know, follow us on our socials. Maybe subscribe to the YouTube channel. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. We're, we're, we're racing towards 1,000 subs. And as always, do something nerdy tonight. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye-bye.